to The Content Lab, the weekly podcast for content marketers about the strategies and tools you need to create addictive content your audience will love. I'm your host, Liz Murphy, Impact's Director of Web and Interactive Content. Happy March, everyone. For those who missed the first installment in February, I decided to mix up the format of Content Lab for 2019. And so far, the feedback is you guys love this, so we're going to keep it rocking and rolling. Instead of trying to shoehorn all of my thoughts and ideas around interviews and conversations that really should be allowed to stand on their own, I'm going to be taking a break once a month, just like now, to share with you what's inspiring me, any major content milestones from the past month, and what I'm going to be focusing on in the months to come. So that's what we're doing today. Although I'm going to tell you, you're going to have to bear with me right now because I cannot remember the last time Oh my gosh, I'm yawning just thinking about it. I can't remember. (sighs) The last time I was this bone tired because aside from the interviews you've heard with Kevin Phillips and Justin Champion and others this month, the past month has been a wild ride. And I would say that's probably an understatement, but I've worked harder than I ever have before. Um, I had a chance to travel to Chicago for the first time to give a workshop on building pillar content strategies. And my husband and I actually finally found our dream house here in Annapolis, but no rest for the weary. However, Patrick and I are right now in the frantic final stages of prepping for our move, you know, putting everything in boxes, having heated exchanges about what things will be coming with us and won't be coming with us and cleaning and all of the other crazy stuff that goes along with it because we are closing on our new house on April 19th. But before that, because I'm an absolute crazy person, I'm going to be spending four days in Fort Collins, Colorado, which brings me to our first check-in point for this month, what's inspiring me. So In April, about two weeks before Patrick and I move into our new house, I'm going to a keynote speaker training retreat called Speak with Confidence, which is hosted by Melody Spring. Now, some of you may remember her from episode six of this podcast when she joined me to talk about brand storytelling. If you didn't listen to it, I highly recommend you do so. It is awesome. Anyway, leading up to this retreat, we've been given a lot of homework. In addition to this giant workbook that walks us through our personal branding, our big idea that we want to center our talk around, all of the supporting ideas around that, you know, breaking those down, putting them back together, and then breaking them down again before we go into actually writing our talk. We also have online discussion forums and and one-on-one coaching calls. It's, it's a really intensive and illuminating experience. But on, on top of all that, we were each sent a copy of Margot Lightman's Long Story Short, the only storytelling guide you'll ever need. Now, Lightman is an award-winning storyteller and comedian. In this book, while geared towards storytellers in the vein of the moth storytelling hour, this is hands down the new book I'm recommending to every single content marketer I know. I devoured the book in two days, which is a record for me, even though I love words and I love reading and I love writing. It's just, it's inspiring, it's tactical, it's practical, it's really stinking funny. And it talks about how to unlock the stories within you. When you're someone who historically says, I'm not that interesting. My life isn't that interesting. Nobody's going to care about what some random story from my life or from my work. And to that, Lightman says, you are numb to your own experiences. 
It is your life. You live it every day and it's extremely boring to you, but it isn't boring at all. It's fascinating. What's neat about it is that in addition to, you know, giving you these pep talks throughout the book, Lightman gives a gives you a ton of different brainstorming activities to bring those stories to the surface and really crystallize them into something that's powerful. She also gives well-defined strategies on how to tell stories where privacy might be a concern. And this can be a huge pickle for content marketers, especially if you want to write a story about a client or a coworker, even past or present. And so much more. If you want to establish trust as a thought leader or a business, your content can't be sterile. It has to be human. It has to contain stories, more specifically, your stories. And that's why I highly recommend you purchase Long Story Short, because we may live in a world where buyers are doing their damnedest to avoid talking to somebody who's a human, but those very same buyers who are also demanding that we give them everything without them having to speak to us are also demanding more human and authentic experiences and stories from the brands and people they follow. So for my full review, go to impactbnd.com and type long story short into the search bar. My full review of this book will come up. Um, But pick it up. You will not regret it. It has already radically transformed my personal content creation efforts. And I've only, I'm only about 30 days out having read that. So anyway, Moving right along, there is one major milestone I want to talk about this month, and I'm really excited about it because it's a big milestone. And unlike last month where I was bragging on all these other people from work who did all these amazing things, this is my milestone. I did this and I'm really freaking proud. At long last, my choose your own adventure style blogging tips guide is now live and you can find it at impactbnd.com forward slash blogging hyphen tips. I am really proud of this because it includes every single hack, tip, and trick I could think of based on all of the questions I am asked all the time about blogging. It includes how to pick the perfect blog topics every single time, the only six blog introduction formulas you'll ever need, the five characteristics of unforgettable blog articles, my time-tested process for writing show-stopping blog conclusions every single time, the do's and don'ts of titling blog articles, and also, without a doubt, I had to cover it, how to get over writer's block when you're writing blogs, because writer's block is the worst, and I know that firsthand, because even if it's your job, it is still painful. So there's a table of contents at the top. So you can jump directly to whichever section you need help with. It'll literally say, I need help with writing amazing blog introductions or writing amazing blog conclusions or picking what I want to write about. You can just jump jump right to it. You don't have to read through everything if you don't need it. Or if you are someone who is new to business blogging or you know someone who is, maybe they just joined your team or maybe your organization is just adopting content or inbound marketing for the first time, take this link and read through it because by the end of it, you are going to be a business blogging boss. So again, you can find it at impactbnd.com forward slash blogging hyphen tips. 
Oh, and if there's a section you feel is missing or you'd like me to add in anything about a specific topic, please tell me because this is something I plan to keep updated, add new sections to and revise over time as I come across new ideas, new strategies, new hacks, or maybe there's just been a shift in best practices. This is meant to be something that is grown and evolved over time. So finally, what am I working on this month? Uh, <laughs> so, okay. Unfortunately, much like last month's installment of my little chat with you, I still can't really let the cat out of the bag on what I'm working on. What I can say, however, is that part of this top secret Mission Impossible work I've been doing, I've spent a lot of time in the past month or two really diving into every nook and cranny of Marcus Sheridan's book, They Ask You Answer. I know a lot of people in the inbound and content marketing world have read this book already, and I also read it when it first came out a few years back. But if you haven't, you need to order this in addition to Long Story Short. The short version of the Ask You Answer is that it's a mindset and a culture wherein companies are obsessed with the understanding of what their customers are thinking and feeling and asking and fearing. The end goal is once you have this deep understanding of what your customers are seeking, wondering, fearing, then you can position yourself as the foremost teacher in your space. Now, I spend a lot of time talking to you all about the importance of being helpful in your content, whether we're talking about blog articles, videos, long form pieces of premium content, webinars, talks, and so on, what helpful content looks like, how to actually create it, how to do so in a way that doesn't make you want to pull your hair out. You know, we talk a lot about the tactics of it, but there's one core element of being super helpful that I don't talk about nearly enough, and I realized it as I was rereading They Ask You Answer. In it, Marcus reminds us that buyers, our own buyers for our own companies, or even just ourselves when we take off our marketer hats and we're off the clock, we want to understand the good, the bad, and the ugly of what we're getting into with a purchase, right? But too often, as marketers and companies, we avoid addressing those big, scary questions and topics because they make us feel uncomfortable, right? Like talking about politics or religion at the dinner table. We don't want to talk about uncomfortable things like price or problems in our content, right? Because those answers might be a turnoff or give our competitors a leg up or maybe we're just afraid we might piss someone off. But just because we decide we're not going to answer a question for someone in our content doesn't mean the question goes away. <laughs> just like if I decide I don't want to talk about how much my trip to Trader Joe's this afternoon is going to cost with my husband, doesn't change the fact that he's still going to ask the question. I'm in an emotionally committed relationship with the cheese and finger food section, which is dangerous, and Patrick knows that. So if I don't answer or address his question about cost, it's going to create a problem. And the same holds true for our audiences. So this afternoon, I've decided that I'm going to make a list of all of the uncomfortable questions I haven't been addressing in the content I create. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Especially the ugly. Then I'm going to take that list and prioritize the most uncomfortable questions first and make a calendar for creating content that answers those questions in that order. That's what I'm working on this month in a very broad sense, and I want to challenge you today to do the same. I want you to come up with at least 10 questions you know your buyers are asking, whether you're talking about the problems with your products or services, about your competitors, about pricing, I don't know, whatever it is, the spooky, scary stuff. Now, once you have that list in front of you, I want you to look at each of them and ask yourself this, 
Why do I not want to write about this? If your answer to that question is solely focused around your discomfort, your fears, none of which your buyers share, then take that as a signal that you absolutely 100% need to be creating content, whether it's videos, blog articles, et cetera, that that answers those questions as thoroughly and as honestly as possible. Because your lack of comfort is no longer an acceptable excuse for not talking about something. It just makes you seem like you're evasive and, and less trustworthy. And how on earth are you ever going to be become that voice of authority if people can't trust what you're saying? Going back to the inevitable discussion I'm going to have in about, at this point, an hour with Patrick about Trader Joe's, if he were to ask me about how much I were going to spend, and I were to, in the most positive and delightful way possible, try to pivot that discussion by saying, I wasn't sure about how much I'm going to spend, which is a lie, but you know what? Let's talk about how many different things I can do with that triple cream brie cheese that I'm going to be picking up this afternoon, which I know is his favorite. I would sound like a politician trying to dodge a question, and he'd ask me again, yes, Liz, cheese is wonderful. I love cheese, but please quantify said cheese for me. How many dollars and cents will that cheese cost us? Your buyers will be doing the same. In fact, they're doing the same right now. They are going to keep asking those questions online until someone gives them an answer in content form. And if that someone who does it is not you, how likely is it that your would-be buyer is going to trust them more than you? Because your competitor gave it to them straight, without obfuscation. Because they addressed the concerns and questions that were actually important to your buyers and not just what they decided they wanted to be talking about. It's very likely. So bottom line, I know it's uncomfortable. I know this is a little bit of tough love, but these are your opportunities to lose. And this isn't something that's coming around the corner. This isn't a trend for 2020. Your buyers are already asking uncomfortable questions of you right now. And I have a strong suspicion that a lot of you who are listening to this in your head already know what some of those questions are. So go out there, be honest, be actually helpful to people. Okay. Anyway, that's it for this month's installment of what's on my content mind. If you got questions, concerns, grievances, feedback, hit me up on Twitter and Instagram. I can be found at NaptownPint. You can also email me at any time, lmurphy at impactbnd.com. Finally, if you love the pod, and I hope you do, don't forget to leave me a review in iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or whatever your podcast platform of choice might be. It helps my podcast get found by others. And honestly, I'm never going to pass up a chance to be told that I'm pretty. So that's it. Until next week, y'all. Bye.